You're listening to Red Gorilla Network, the Kong of Casting. Cameron Miller, this is Bowen Street Radio. We are live here in Burbank, California on RedGorillaNetwork.com. Today we have somebody who I've talked about for a long time now. He's in the room, Mr. Matt. Dan, how you doing today? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem. So we get a little switch up today. Everybody knows it's always Nickily, my lovely co-host, Nick and Tiffany. Today, Tiffany's handling some stuff, so we're here with the one and only B. West. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so... You know, and still I was just gonna say, I was just here too, <laughs> goddammit. I was just gonna say, and Nick's still here. So, Nick, how you doing? How you doing? All right, there you go. I'm That's great. what I want you to do. Thank you for so, yeah, um, you know, this week, you know, it's a new thing. You know, we went on a jump for musicians for a little while, and um, you know, no, I don't think it was purposefully, I think you know, it just kind of flowed out. We had some guests coming in, they tend to be musical artists, so we were like, you know, fuck it, let's just keep going and you know, ride it out. And then we've you know, came across this road right now with Matt in. So, comedian that's what you like to go by. That's that's what I am. That's what you are. That's yeah, what you yeah, are. Yeah. I, you know, I do, I, I act whenever I can, and I act whenever I can. I do, sorry, you got me? Right. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> and uh, I was down the hall for a minute. I just had to run away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and I do, I shoot a lot of sketches and stuff. And uh, But, yeah, I'm a, fu- I'm a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, funny guy, I'm for sure. Guy. So, cool story, really quick. I always like to give the audience a sneak peek on, you know, kind of who the guest is and how we kind of know each other. Me and Matt, are actually, both from the East Coast, mm-hmm. but is um, met him at the Hard Rock Cafe. Which which was a great time. Shout out to B West again, right near John Levitt's. Yep, is uh where it was, and uh yeah, we just you know kind of kicked it. He, I remember, I already worked there. He showed up, and mm-hmm. we were just all talking. And one day, I just yeah, you are sick, you are <laughs> sick, and I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> who is that? I didn't have to know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we just started talking, and I mean, we're gonna probably recap some stories later on, but um, yeah, nothing but good feelings about it. Well, and you know, there were. We were at work. Yeah. And so, like, everybody tries to keep it together at work, except there was only one fuck as sick as me there. And so, like, we kind of hit it off. Like, neither of us really gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we were working at the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. Give me a break. I'm like, know? I don't care. I don't care. I used to hate, because don't get me wrong, like, I have, like, a bunch of knowledge on music and stuff like that, but there was so many times where people would be like, mm. You like this band playing right now? I'm like, all I see are drag queens. I have no <laughs> idea. And they're like, that's not a drag queen. That's in the name of band. I'm like, I don't know. Oh, you thought like is. the rock stars are drag queens? Well, I mean, I knew they weren't, but you I know, what's really queens? funny is the, the you place, up. places like uh, places like a museum. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like 
you know, cool stuff from, you know, music. All the memorabilia. All yeah, there's a some, giant car in the middle so, of the restaurant. So, yeah, some of it's very cool, but, like, most of it, I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so yeah. people, so it got to the point where I got tired of being like, no, I don't know, let me go ask a manager whose guitar that was. Yeah. And so, like, I just started making shit up, and there was a there was a motorcycle they had in there. They called it Big Bertha. And I would, everybody, everybody would be like, who's, uh, where's that motorcycle come from? And I, I, I came up with this bit and I was, I'd just be like, that's ZZ Top's motorcycle. They drive it on stage every time they do a show in Austin, Texas. And they're like, really? I was like, oh yeah, man. I was like, the, the crowd chants, Bertha, Bertha. And they rev that fucker backstage and like take it out. And people, people are like, oh man. That's fucking awesome. ZZ Top's They go home and tell all their friends, oh, we yeah. saw ZZ Top's motorcycle. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not even theirs, huh? Uh, no. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, maybe it is. Possibly could be. Possibly could be. So we always, you know, Especially when I had plans for Matt to be on for a while, um, actually, to be a host, for, yeah, right? for for the you know for the news for everyone out there is you know before you know I uh, stayed set on Nick and Tiffany, which I'm very grateful for. You know, I was like, you know, maybe I, I kind of want to intertwine hosts. You know, have people come in different. It's still the same group of people, but have them bounce back and forth and switching out of places. Matt was going to be one of them at the at you know at the beginning. I'm like, you know, who who can I think of that'll be funny as hell for these shows and that I can really bounce back and forth with because it's all chemistry. You know what I mean? It's how everyone yeah. you know bounces back and forth. And I was just like, you know, I gotta call Matt. I gotta call Matt. Obviously, schedules were different. You're a busy man. Fell into a huge K hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so I don't. I mean, I will get more into him. <laughs> I almost said a dirty joke after that. Uh, we'll get into that. What I do want to get into, I know. I mean, we did just open with laughter and stuff like that, but especially because San Bernardino is in the valley, correct? Mm -hmm. Is it, mm, no. I think so. Is San Bernardino in the valley? I think it's the 818 or I think it's like it's out of the valley, but like technically, I guess it's kind of the valley, but it's definitely San Bernardino. Um, valley esque, I don't know. Okay. Really <laughs> close. Valley adjacent. Valley so, adjacent, yeah. I'm sure everyone listening, I'm also sure everyone in the room heard what happened today. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't, um, there was a mass shooting. Come to find out how crazy is this that it was the 355th mass shooting of 2015 alone in the u.s oh yeah i read something it was there's been more mass shootings than days in 2015 mm -hmm. and, which is i um, that is insane i think what blew my mind even more is that they said the place that you know where you know the shootings happen is the inland um, regional facility yeah conventional something like i don't know that's horrible that <laughs> we don't know it right now but it I'm was um up. It was a place for people with, like, developmental uh, disorders. Mm -hmm. It was, like, almost as if they were, like, you know, uh, slow. You know, I don't know if that's the right way to say that. But is in so I, I don't know. It's still not news if the victims were or this those people or, like, people are part of the thing. But, wow. it, yeah, it, from what I read, because it's still kind of a mystery. I mean, I, knew, I had a different topic, but when stuff happens fresh like that right before we come on, I'm like, I got to kind of... Bring it up real quick, but um, and then there was just one I think in Pasadena too. Did anyone hear that there was there was yeah, uh, SWAT team was out yeah, in Pasadena, yeah. and they're saying that it's not well as of now. FBI was saying that it wasn't related, but I'm like, 
that's kind of crazy. Like, just twice in a week, and then you have all the ISIS shit going down. So it's like, you know, where do you really go from there? But I don't know. Have you guys heard anything new on it? I heard 13 dead, 20 injured. 14 were killed. 14 dead. And then wow. two gunmen are dead following a high-speed police chase. Oh, shit. I looked it up on Yahoo just now. Dang, I was going to say, got, none of us were on the highway during that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying. Up. 17 That's others awful. wounded. Awful. Inland Regional Center. Um... A massive manhunt then with two suspects dead after high speed police chase. Wow. What's crazy is our friend, um, well, I don't want to say her name, but uh, just some, whoever, just... our friend, works at the one in Orange County. So she was like, oh my God, that's so crazy. It could have possibly been, you know, at theirs. Happened where she was. That's crazy. So, really quick, I just want to shout it, not even like shout it out in a good way, but just kind of get it recognized, put it out there that, you know, we give respect and uh, mm -hmm. thoughts and prayers with the families and stuff like that. I will jump over to the original topic I was going to do, which because, I mean, it's not funny at all, but I mean, <laughs> it's just stupid. So, Russia. Talk about Russia real quick. Russia has Maxim. Maxim magazine, you know, mm. U.S. has them. You know, they're everywhere. So, obviously, Russia's kind of anti-gay. You know, not mm. kind of. They are. Yeah, they, like, they hate us. <laughs> they want to burn us, Illegal. literally. Um, come to find out, they just came up with an article saying that they forgive certain celebrities for being gay. They forgive them. I forgive you for being gay. Thank that, you. That's great. Thank you. And um, they did, they, they said that out of the list, uh, among those on the list, uh, forgiven gay, uh, gay celebrities are Stephen Fry, Sir uh, Ian McKellen, Neil Patrick Harris, um, who they only included because of his portrayal of a womanizer um, on How I Met Your Mother. Uh, oh. rocker, yeah, rocker Freddie Mercury and uh, Irish writer Oscar Wilde. And they said those are who they forgive. Everybody else. So two of those people are dead. I don't know who the first one was. And Sir Ian McKellen is Gandalf. So you kind of you can't really you can't you have to forgive him. <laughs> oh, he'll kill you. Or he'll kill you. Yeah. So yeah, V you look like you have a question. I I just don't understand how they like where the list came from. Why is this <laughs> list even out? Like who who public or put this out in public? Is it social media? Where's this coming from? It was in Maxim. Yeah, this is part of Maxim. Well, Russians Maxim came up with an article oh, about there. it. Is it still called Maxim? Yeah, yeah, over there. I, I mean, it might be like I don't know how the I don't know. I actually gave it a shot, and I still right when I hit the X in Maxim, I was like, give it up. Uh, but yeah, so I guess they came out like just openly in the Maxim, like the U.S. The original one came out and was like, you know, we don't stand by them at all. Like we have nothing to do with this. And I was just like, but that's crazy that, like exactly you said, where did that list come from? Who in the room of straight Russians were like, hmm, let's flip through the gays and see which ones yeah. we want to keep around and apologize to? Like where do you even? Why wasn't fucking... Ellen forgiven? She's I don't know. Well, I think it was. Person. I think it was mainly about men. Um, I don't know how they feel about lesbians. That's actually something to look up. Because I mean, Russian well, I mean, men probably love some fucking lesbians. You know? So well, I mean, why? straight because straight guys love lesbians, uh, right? Isn't that a? I would know. Ask the other two dicks on the table. <laughs> yeah, true. I like them. <laughs> I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah, I want. I, I mean, I watch Ellen. Uh, yeah, she's hilarious. She is hilarious. I, you know, uh, I, I I can get off on some clam grinding. I will. I, I'll, I'll I'll pour and hub some 
some clam grinding. Ooh, <laughs> I've never yeah. heard this term, and I would be okay to never clam hear Clam grinding? Ugh. Really? <laughs> no, I think that's new for me, too. Like clam on clam? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I tend not to think about those things. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah, um, yeah. That's just yeah. I heard scissoring. It's I know vigorous. that's kind of the same <laughs> thing. Vigorous clam grinding. Uh. Seems a little bit more aggressive yeah. than scissoring, yeah. 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 See, yes. speaking of... Uh, <laughs> Grinding a clam. Clam slam. Oh my god. (laughs) I heard one. This show is gonna be disgusting. My mother's everyone stop listening listening to to this this one. one. It's uh, this big old I'm sausage sorry. fest talking about yeah. clam bakes. I'm, I'm sorry, clam. mom. I'm sorry, mom. Don't clam be sorry. <laughs> What'd you call it? Clam grinding? Yeah. Why did I say I, clam bake? I, oh, no, I want seafood. I'm making yeah. I mean, clam slam. <laughs> I, I mean, speaking of disgusting terms or stuff like that, there was a straight one, you know, with a straight couple I heard. And uh, <laughs> some girl, I don't know where it came out. It's one of those things where somebody puts up and they block their name out and they like just send it viral. Mm. And uh, the girl ends up texting the guy, and she's like, "What do you mean you can't come over?" And he's like, "I'm busy tonight." She's like, "What? I'm just trying to smash piss holes. What are you doing?" Oh, <laughs> Ew! Oh, wow. <laughs> smash piss holes. Yeah, that sounds so uncomfortable. It just sounds so uncomfortable. I almost want to Google it just to see <laughs> if there's people. Is this a term that? Is this an urban dictionary? Smash piss holes. Smash piss holes. That made me sick. Yeah, I was like, I was shocked. <laughs> Make sure you hit images. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm I feel it so manly on this episode. We're drinking beer. We're talking about <laughs> vaginas. I know you. You guys changed a little bit right now. You yeah. I've never seen you guys drink. My beer. beard has grown about it's, a it's, half an inch. It's cappuccino oatmeal stuff. Well, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not really beer. It's not like you're drinking. Not like you're drinking Paps or anything like some. <laughs> Milwaukee's best. <laughs> they were like, "What do you drink?" I was like, "Any kind of beer." And they showed up with uh, what well, was what ginger snaps, gingerbread. It's, it's very niche. It's very niche. Well, you can't ask a gay man to go no, pick up beer. You I know, I'm about to get the girliest wait, thing I could find. Horchata. Yeah, yeah. Horchata. that's what I have right now. Cinnamon horchata. Yeah, it was funny. So we so we were hungry as shit. You know, there's a Ralph's right now where we record right now, Stage Red Studios. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, you know, they make um, like pre-made sandwiches in the deli and shit. I'm like, let's just go, you know, get sandwiches. So he's like, no, they take too long. I'm like, no, you go get the alcohol. Like, I'll, I'll grab the slab, the slabs of roast beef. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we had like roast beef today. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a dude. Yeah, today you are. Yeah, like, my balls are itchy. I'm like scratching. <laughs> it's the roast beef. That's what yeah, that is. Yeah, that's what it is. Wait a minute. So some days you ignore itchy balls. You just no, I think just naturally I'll do it. I'll they don't itch. Do it. I'm super femme that day. They're just like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't itch. They don't. That, I feel like they flow. Yeah. They just float away from my body. <laughs> just come over your shoulder, lonely bag, American Beauty. Bad joke. <laughs> I, just that I don't even know what that yeah, means. I tried to do Yeah, there was more going. But yeah, so... Whatever, we go, I mean, getting the roast beef or whatever. I'm looking, the lady's talking to me and shit, and I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, how's your day? I'm like, good. And, you know, she's like, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, we have a podcast around thing. And she's like, I said, we. And she like looks beyond my shoulder. She's like, we, honey. I'm like, I'm not by myself. Like, I'm by myself right now. And the she's voices like, oh, in my so? head are awesome. I'm here. like, yeah, I'm like, nah, it's cool. Like, <laughs> don't worry. And she's like, all right, so just the two uh, roast beef. I was like, you think I can buy just one meatball off you? Like, I know you're selling by the pound, but can I get a meatball? She's like, yeah, it's going to be like 60 cents. I'm like, that's did you, cool. Did you really say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I get a just, meatball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I got just fucking one meatball and ate it. But so I'm sitting there and I see Nick walking back. Nick's carrying the, the blue moon, the, the bears we have. 
And he's like walking over, and I'm like, oh, cool. Just from a distance, I'm like, all right, cool. He grabbed Blue Moon. That's great. Comes over, he's like, look, we got gingerbread house cookie fucking beer, whatever the hell it is. We got the horchata, and there's this one. I was like, Okay. It's choices. I'm trying to be polite. I'm a hostess with nah, the mostest. Hey, hey, I'm appreciative. I'm drinking free beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking yeah. free beer, so I'm not going to shit on your, on, your <laughs> cookie, <laughs> on your cookie beer. I'm not going to shit on the cookie yeah. beer. But, but It's a seasonal favorite. That's <laughs> on the box. Hey, you are, you're opening me up. I've never had anything like mm-hmm. this. It's nice. It's yeah. I've never heard Usually of it. Usually I'm drinking like, you know, thing. just... Piss, like Coors Light, yeah. Yeah, there you go. and whatever, you know? <laughs> Whatever's the $3 special on draft. Yeah, literally. Uh, but, you know, this is uh, this is cute. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, the- <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. It is good. <laughs> He's like, you don't find that a lot in beer. No. Cute, cute beer. Yeah, it's a cute beer, man. <laughs> That's how I was thinking. That's how I laughed that was a cute yeah, beer. Like that, like grinning. Like, it's a cute beer. It's it is. It's, uh, yeah. You know, it's tasty. Honestly, it makes me want to put on some comfy pants and some slippers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bundle in. If you want to watch a uh, little Charlie Brown, da, 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 yeah. a little Christmas special. Yeah. Fireplace and shit, get all cozy. Yeah. Dumb tent, mate. <laughs> like, we have a fake one at our apartment if you want to come over. Yeah, shout out nice. to Tanya B. She's like, I'm getting the fireplace. I, I saw don't that. Give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna live how I live. I want a fireplace. <laughs> there, we still Tanya B, who Matt knows as well. Yeah, yeah. We still live with Tanya. And, it's uh, actually a very good, very good impression. Yeah, oh yeah. Even Tanya, the body language is perfect. She's fucking yeah. crying. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> and then when she's actually like, Oh baby, you had a long day. Didn't... Oh baby, I got you. I ordered a pizza. Oh wow, you guys nailed this. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> a, a duo here. So we, oh, I'm like Tanya, you what? She's like, Yo. Let me tell you real quick. I looked up Home Network, all that motherfuckers. You think I'm gonna pay some six hundred motherfucking dollar for some motherfucking fireplace? <laughs> no, I won't. No, the fuck I won't. I said, "Time, what you gonna do?" She's like, "You wait. You wait. Seven to ten business days. Four days goes by. We're gonna knock on the door. Big ass thing comes rolling through. I'm like, Tanya, what the fuck is that? What is it?" She's like. You got keys? Let me open it. Opens it. It's a fucking electrical fireplace. She's like, we staying warm tonight, motherfucker. Does it give out heat? Yeah, yeah, heater too. really. And then yeah, when I want to yeah. get really fancy, I have an app on my phone called Rain Rains for white noise. I put on crackling fire. Oh. So I'm like, it's legit. Yeah. That yeah. Does yeah. Sound nice. We're imaginative oh, in our... In our yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time to break out the cappuccino oatmeal stuff. There you go. It's limited release, so you only have this winter. Yeah. Yeah, you're more than welcome to come over with your beach chairs that we put in front of it and shit. Yeah. It'd be good. I mean, it's a nice little spot. Trying to get it all set up. We now, like, we just found out. Shout out to, I mean, the universe or whoever. We're not getting evicted. So I'm going to yeah, put that good. out there. Yeah, that's we got Nobody else knew about that. Very now nice. everybody's going to know we were now on the brink. Now everyone else knew that we were on the brink. Quick story, actually, about it. Throw it out there. Is, you know, so, I mean, we always had kind of issues. We're, we're in a building where it was all section eight for a long time mm. and then you know they're now up and coming you know the neighborhood and stuff like that we're right across the street from the college so i moved in excuse me about uh three years ago moving trash like i walked in and <laughs> there's a sign that says no smoking like in the lobby <laughs> someone scratched it out with red shoppy and it <laughs> and they just wrote i smoke tweak right what's tweak is it meth tweak is meth yeah i've never heard that <laughs> yeah tweak tina that whole thing and so i'm oh, like tina what? Turner. i'm like this place is crazy like and at the time i was with my old roommate um pat 
And, you know, we didn't really have anywhere to go. We didn't have anything to do. And me and him are both from Southie, from Boston. And we've just been through enough where we walked in and we started dying laughing. We were like, this is the place. Like, we walked in. I smoked Tweak. They were like, oh, there's an elevator. If you want to go up to the second floor, we get in the elevator. It's like carpet walls with gang, fucking gang, fucking signs or whatever. Like, tags and shit all over. He was like, we are home. I was like, yes, we are. I felt like the projects. Like, I was like, this is everything. So, we ended up going into the apartment and uh different manager now the guy was like hey man so you guys brothers and we were like no like just friends like are we supposed to be brothers to like live here and stuff and he's like no listen man i don't give a shit do whatever you want smoke whatever you want bring whoever you want in here just if you're carrying drugs or anything through the hallways don't show it in the hallways because there's cameras just wait till you get inside i was like what you just tell people that? like, And he was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. You guys probably ain't going to be shit compared to the last bitch that lived here. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, it was some crackhead. Oh, shit, man. I don't think I changed the locks. I was like, what? I'm sorry. You just stopped on there was a crackhead lady that yeah. lived here. You didn't change the lock? He's like, no, but I mean, she never had her keys, so don't worry about it. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so this was like the kind of place we moved into. So now it's been in a couple different managements or whatever. And um, she ever show? No, <laughs> no. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I would have. Yeah, I would have let her in. You know, I'm like, take a seat. Hey, come check out this fireplace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've upgraded. We've upgraded. Yeah. yeah pull, pull up a beach chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can grab a bear too. Yeah. And, but uh, and so whatever. That was the type of place. But it was cool. So because you know, so we went on the new apartments. We were always paying higher rent. You know, whatever, over a thousand. Everybody else, Section Eight, they're popping three hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, a month. So uh, they didn't really give a shit if we were late or not because they were just like, it doesn't matter. Their one month's rent is gonna be like three apartments to everybody else. Just kind of let them go. You know. So it, it is my fault. I will, you know, take responsibility for that. But we just kind of got in the habit where I'm like, all right, I can kind of slack on rent. I can slack. Boom. New managers came. They. <laughs> just, no fucking around. Yeah, no. And they like looked up all this shit from like the past or whatever. Ended up hitting us with something for like $2,200. You need to pay this in like a week. We were like, what? And whatever. We hustled. We paid it. We didn't even really know what the fees and shit were for, for, but we were like, we must be wrong. Like, you know, let's just pay it. We ended up paying it. Four, and they said that would have cleared everything. Four days later, we walk, I get a sign on my door. That we owe thirty eight hundred extra dollars Whoa. on top of it. Whoa. About by late, yesterday. By yesterday, we were supposed to pay. You know it ain't been paid. Yeah, <laughs> but I bought cute beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> Oatmeal style. He's like, I'm gonna <laughs> toss a ten on the table real quick. Yeah. But yeah, no. So and then it was funny. We ended up going to the place just so unorganized, just to skim through to let everyone know we're not evicted. Is um they're missing rent for July, missing rent for this, and I'm like, what the fuck? Whoa! Like I paid you. Like I know I paid you. Yeah. Like do you have receipts? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm just irresponsible. No, I don't. Uh, but I know I paid it. Come to find out, receipts on rent. Yeah. I said, that's not my job. Yeah, that's your job. Yeah, I yeah. was like... Man, we threw them out because, oh, the building got roaches, so we had to hire an exterminator and then throw out everything because our apartment was infested. Yeah, you know, like you keep, you know, at least me, I think it's kind of common, you keep your bills and shit on top of your fridge. Yeah. At least that's how, what I always do. Keep everything up there. The fridge is where, you know, a lot of the roach problem happens. So when they yeah. came and sprayed the bitch down, I'm like, we, we just got to get this shit out. Like, you know, let's throw it all away. So we, we threw everything away, whatever, didn't have the receipts. Um, 
So they're like, no, you didn't pay this. You didn't pay that. I have one meeting with the guy, another meeting with the guy and his wife. The manager of our building, he's like, with you know, the guy and his wife. Yeah, they like uh, the new. They the own owner. the building now. It's the owner and uh, his, his wife. The wife's like the secretary. She's like the one that like does the paperwork and Weird. like kind of like whatever delivers the message. She speaks the best English, so I was happy I could speak to her. Well, she <laughs> speaks like perfect English, but um, and so then the manager's there and he's like, I don't know, I I, I don't I don't know, and she's like, no, he has records. Don't worry, if you paid it, it's there. If you didn't pay it, it's not there. And she was all confident, like hmm, like it wasn't there. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, no, I paid this. Like, I know I paid this. Like, ain't gonna... all of a sudden, he's going through it, just a scrap pile of papers and pulls out the whole, our whole issue is that they thought we missed the month of July. So then they charged us every single month after that, which led up to almost $4,000 mm. for missing it. This motherfucker pulls out a piece of paper with our rent for July, with our uh, photocopy of our money order and everything. She's like, uh, uh, and the owner guy was, did you, uh, do we have this copy? She's like, uh, no. Uh, no, Tanya's sitting there like, oh, bitch, bitch, we told you, I told you I paid. Did it I'm like, you better go ahead, Tanya. She's like, that sounds spot on. Yeah, yeah. she just got her hair done too, so she's like, yeah, she's lit all late. She, yeah, like playing with that. I'm like, you better go ahead. So that hair gave you confidence today, girl, huh? She's like, you know it did, baby. Ting, ting, pum, pum. Ting, ting. Ting, ting. She's, she's like, ting. She was even saying it to the managers and shit. Once we were like shaking their hands and stuff, they were like, sorry for the inconvenience. And she's like, ting, ting, baby. No problem. Ting, ting. I'm like, they don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> you know, I don't really even know what it means, but I mean, it's, it sounds good. It, yeah, it does. It's yeah. a positive thing. Yeah, I don't even think I know what that means. Thing. See, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, Tiny B. The you know, we're going to have Ting Ting? Yeah, the origin of Ting Ting. See, I asked her, I was like, what was it like? Because so we, she always said Ting Ting. And I just took it as it was from like when you cheers, two glass cups. Like, like Ting Ching. Yeah, like Ting Ting. Yeah. So then one day we had like fake glass cups. They were like the plastic ones, but they were supposed to be like the fancy plastic ones or whatever. And she's like, okay, Ting Ting, baby. And we clicked it and it made a different noise. I was like, poom poom, bitch. Just poom poom. Just plastic. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, so every time she's like, ting, ting, poom, poom. I'm like, okay, but it, it, she just says it just... It's her thing. Something just came across her one day and she's like, yeah, ting, ting. And it, she just... Like when things make sense it. and it's okay, she's like, ting, ting. That's it's, right. it's, ting, almost, ting. it's almost like shouting out a hashtag. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 she's, like she's, Yeah, she gets everything on and it's like, hashtag ting, ting. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, yep, she's yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Damn, you're yeah. right. <laughs> yep. Yes, I don't know where it originated from but going back whatever so the whole thing we don't we don't have to leave at this point we were like borderline like fuck do we just bounce and then you know uh my old roommate the one i first moved with his name's on the lease so i didn't really want to dog him but i'm like you know if they do evict him i'll put it through the court system and like get it under my name you know i wouldn't like you know keep him left out like that (laughs) but and then i look too and so his last name is o'brien O-B-R-I-E-N All of their paperwork now Says O-B-R-I-A-N I'm like Oh In the eyes of the court He wouldn't even have an eviction Because yeah, all the, the files are wrong And even if the social security number's there He doesn't live there The name's wrong You know what I mean It would've got dismissed You know So I was like Hmm Should I kinda just like Dip out I mean if, yeah. if we didn't work out I was gonna dip out And just yeah, call it a day. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I what can't other choice do you have? Yeah, at that point. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it feels like they're just trying to. You're probably not the only person that they're pressuring. They're probably pressuring yeah. other people to just try to get it to whoever falls for it or like they don't have it and then bring somebody else in there, raise the rent up, all mm-hmm. that bullshit. 
That's what um, Tanya was saying too. Uh, and actually, Nick as well. He was like, This is it. No, Tanya, she was like, Before we go down to that meeting, she grabs a notebook. She's like, Hold on. Takes out her phone. She like, she's like, I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm looking up a definition before I go down there. I said, what, what definition are you looking up? She's like, extortion. I'm gonna find out. She's like, this is extortion. And mm-hmm. she went down and read the definition off. Because that's um, what I said. I was like, they're extorting money from us. They hustled us for two thousand dollars beginning of November. We paid it within a week. It should have been fine. And then four days later, you throw a packet on my door saying I owe you four thousand dollars. Yeah. Do you think I'm stupid? Yeah. I'm from Connecticut. That's the richest state in the country. <laughs> I know how to handle my money, bitch. <laughs> See, I don't... <laughs> I'm from New Hampshire. Everybody in New England hates Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> they do. It's fine. That's the truth. I always feel bad because he always like shouts out Connecticut. And I, Tiffany, shout out to <laughs> Tiffany too. I go, the other day she's like, but wait, really? Who kind of shouts out Connecticut? I only do because I'm like, the, I'm cool yeah. from Connecticut, but Connecticut like actually really sucks. <laughs> Connecticut throws down we have a guy it's pretty yeah hell yeah i saw pictures of it but it sucks you know i got a good friend of mine actually from connecticut too if he ever hears this he's gonna think i'm a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) i love when uh i'm sorry matt (laughs) (laughs) well he's from new haven so he kind of he knows how that part of connecticut is new haven's not the nicest place oh it's where yale is but that's the only nice part of new haven did i go to new haven no yes yeah Yeah, the first time i went home oh See, I don't, I don't remember anything. I just think really quick, Connecticut, I'll actually jump into that really quick. Uh, see, I'm from a different part of the world. Oh. So, well, Southie, whatever, slums, ghetto, urban, whatever you want to name it, we work differently. Maybe just Boston in general. We work differently. Quick story, I go out to Connecticut, whatever, I go home with Nick, whatever, see, meet his family and everything, I already knew them, but whatever, we're there, and everybody's sitting there. And I, we go into a bar, and they're all in button-up shirts and everything. I'm in a hoodie. They're all looking at me and just blatantly pointing at me and whispering ah, sh- 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 to each other. I'm standing there in the room. My fist just clenched, and I'm like, I'm going to have to knuckle down <laughs> and stop throwing fists around this place. I just don't get point of the story because I know we're coming to a break. Is they, everyone in the room, nobody gave a shit. They just all started talking shit and pointing fingers about different people in the Look things. Look at that motherfucker not wearing boat shoes. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what it was. That's if you don't have Sperry's on, they're a pissy. Yeah, because I, I was in a hoodie, their hair was all gelled and shit. You could tell like yeah. their wallets were fat. I'm like... No fucking pleats on that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> when we get back, we're going to find out more about Matt Dan. We do have a table topic thing. We might get into it. We might not. We're going to play it. We'll see how it goes. This is Bowen Street Radio. I'm your host, Cameron Miller. And we'll be back right after this short break. It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up with your host, Jason Hadley. Comedian Larry the Cable Guy filed a lawsuit against a Mississippi gas station for using his trademark phrase, get her done. However, with his last name being The Cable Guy, he'll likely show up to court either Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday sometime between 11 and 4. Amazon's pulling ads on public transportation for their new series, Man in the High Castle. Amazon had second thoughts about the offensive subway ads, even though they'll never be as offensive as a subway ad starring Jared Fogel. John Stamos pled no contest after police found him driving under the influence of alcohol and the date rape drug GHB, a cocktail better known as a Cosbypolitan. A couple from the Bravo reality series Shaws of Sunset are filing for divorce. Focusing on the lives of Middle Easterners currently living in Beverly Hills, 
Their traditional family values make sure she's still only a stone's throw away. And that's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Wrap Up. Are you ready to take your music to the next level? Do you need music written for your commercial or film? Are you in need of a voiceover or ADR for your project? How about a music producer? StageRit Studios has got you covered. StageRit Studios is located in Burbank, California and offers a professional creative team of producers, writers, and engineers to ensure your creative vibe is captured. Visit us on the web at stageridstudios.com or give us a call at 818-855-9210 to book your session. Get the StageRit Studios experience. Hey guys, it's Dante. And Rebecca. See the top stand-up comics in Hollywood every Monday, Monday, Monday. Live comedy every Monday night at Sal's Comedy Hole from 8 to 10 p.m. Located at 7356 Melrose Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90046 at Melrose and Fuller. $5 cover or $15 VIP couch seating. There's no food or drink minimum and it's 18 years old and up. Located in the back of Sal's Restaurant, this 150-seat comedy club is one of the nicest you'll ever see and the food is amazing say red gorilla for free admission or two for one vip seating again that's say red gorilla for free admission or two for one vip seating wow comedy every monday at sal's comedy hole on melrose more info at goldenartistsentertainment.com see you there world's finest smoke shop Smoking Heaven has moved to sunny Burbank, California, right, right off Magnolia and Hollywood Way. Smoking Heaven remains the only smoke shop in U.S. that guarantees to be any price in U.S. or it's free. 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 Made in U.S. guaranteed. We care about quality. Mention this ad and receive a free, free. free hookah. For directions and info, that's SmokinHeaven on Yelp.com. Or call us at 310-754-5005 at Smoking Heaven. That's 310-754-5005. The Vintage Soul Project, an urban sound with a retro twist. Check out their new EP, arranged and produced by Robert E. Lee. Now available on iTunes. The Vintage Soul Project. Looking to lose weight without exercising more? Want to eat healthy but don't have time to cook? If so, we at Paleo Delivers have the solution. We deliver gourmet paleo meals to your door daily. Meals are made fresh every day. Portion sizes and delivery days can be customized to meet your schedule. All meals and snacks are gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free, and refined sugar-free. Do you have food allergies? Not a problem. Paleo Delivers allows up to six dietary restrictions with every order at no additional cost. We deliver almost anywhere in Southern California. To sign up for a plan, call 310-795-7750 or visit us at paleodelivers.com. As a listener of the Red Gorilla Network, you can save 25%. Just use coupon code RED, that's R-E-D, at checkout. Call 310-795-7750 or visit paleodelivers.com for more information and to place an order. Golden Artists Entertainment. Need to hire a comedian, magician, celebrity, musician, 
or hypnotist, check out goldenartistentertainment.com. That's artists with an S. We're a full-service entertainment company. We make movies, TV shows, and web content. We manage entertainers and book live shows. We book entertainers for your corporate events, private shows, and colleges. Go to goldenartistentertainment.com today. Just a little girl, skinny legs, a pressing curl. My mother always thought I'd be a star. Break really quick. If you missed out, I am Kim Miller. This is Bowen Street Radio live on RugRillingNetwork.com. I am here with Mr. Nick Rollo, Nick the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Over on the other side of the table, B West in the house. Yes, I am. And our artist of the week. Mr. Matt Dan. What up? What up? So, I mean, I don't know if you guys want, we can do a little group survey. Uh, I, like I said before we went on the break, we have these new things called table topics. Thanks to my sister. How yeah, you doing? Yeah, shout out Sabrina, who um, gave us these. I mean, For we Christmas. can pull one. If you, do you think we should pull one? Yeah. You think we should do, pass that over to uh, Matt? Yeah, Matt could do it. Matt could do oh. it. Pull from so, wherever right. you like. Let's dig in. So, yeah, these are what these are, table topics, what it is, it's a, a deck of cards. They have a whole bunch of different... Uh, questions on them. It's just supposed to spark a conversation, see where shit goes. You know, we always have everything so structured and, you know, we always plan what we want to do. So we were like, kind of, why not? Let's just see where the wind goes. And let's pick one. You get a card? Yeah, I got a card. Uh, so you want me to ask one of you guys? Well, you, you say it and then you'll answer first and I'll then we can go around. Time. Okay. All right. Uh, so the card says, what was your favorite childhood meal? Ooh, that's a good one. All so right. yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. you go. Oh, uh, mine was uh, uh, absolutely everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, I was a fat fucking kid. <laughs> I uh, I would get that honestly. Like I remember, if it, if I had to pick something as a kid, it would probably be a two liter bottle of Mountain Dew and a family sized bag of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> I was crushed everything. Not picky. Yeah. Be West, what was yours? Uh, I'm real simple about it, man. I fucking, for some reason, I love cheeseburgers like a motherfucker. Yeah, man, that's on my list, too. I I would just (laughs) love a cheeseburger. I don't care if you made it. I don't care if it was from McDonald's or Wendy's. Shout out Wendy's because they were delicious. (laughs) Um... Or even like some a deer burger would be good, man. Like I I I, I ate that like so, venison. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's no, legit. no no no. Oh, it's no, legit. It's good. Yeah, they slipped in because I love burgers so much. And then like from where I'm from, it's like they would hunt, so yeah. you would have deer meat all over the fucking place. But it was like uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you did you like as a kid, I was like, uh, it's like green ketchup. I was like, I don't want that shit. It tastes yeah. like ketchup though, but doesn't matter. It looks weird. And so, but they slipped one in, and ever since then, I was like, yeah. Have you ever had, because my uh, Sabrina's husband, which you will eventually find out in life. I'm not going to say his name right now. Well, actually, I will. Jeff Rowley, how you doing? That's my brother-in-law. <laughs> the pro skateboarder, you know. Yeah. Um, he's a hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever had a mountain lion burger? No, because I have not. Because he has. Cat? Like mountain lion. Like Man, I stay away from cat, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need you... any cats or any dogs. <laughs> uh-huh. But you're saying the cat. You're saying the yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know people hate cat. But... Yeah, apparently. Uh, and... Well, they do. I'm have you? I, 
absolutely have not had a mountain lion burger. My dad and my brother did, though. They said it was good, but it's nasty. In their house, they have But that's, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> wait, 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 it, it tastes good, but it's slimy or something I don't like know. that. I think it's it nasty. It tastes good, but it melts in your mouth real weird and stuff. I didn't ask good, questions. But it tastes like shit. I didn't ask questions. They're like, we had a mountain lion burger. I was like, you're fucking disgusting. Yeah. And we're not related. I don't know yeah. how I look like either one of you. <laughs> so, what would be your favorite meal as a child? My Lamberger. Yeah, my Lamberger. <laughs> no, my grandmother's shepherd's pie. Rest in peace, Ruth. Um, okay, so it's not normal shepherd's pie. Let me explain to you how she did it because it's amazing. So here we go. Bottom layer. Hamburger. Regular. Cow. Beef. Hamburger. Then it's like cream of uh, mushroom soup and broccoli together. Mm, I'm and then board. tater tots. Oh, Instead of mashed whoa, potatoes. Whoa, yeah, the tater tots. Whoa, whoa. Uh-huh, that's where it is. Whoa. Mm. Tater tots. And then... <laughs> and we're um, not even talking top layer potato. That's yeah, somewhere no. in the middle. Yeah, somewhere mm. in the middle. And then there's the cheddar cheese, and then on top is French's uh, onions. Oh. Do you put a condom in on that, or do you just eat that? Oh my god! Out? For a second, I was like, "Why would you put a condom in?" <laughs> no, no but you don't. Condom. It's chewy, it's man. It's chewy. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, that's not part Thunder. of the recipe." No, you say um, it's chewy. It's chewy as fuck. Yeah. No, I I never did. I guess some people put ketchup on it. If I have other people's shepherd's pie, I put ketchup on it, but not Ruth's shepherd's pie. No, no, no. That, Ruth don't eat it. You don't. It's delicious. Yeah, Ruth don't need it. You <laughs> So my, uh, truthfully, my favorite male in chi- from childhood would probably be, probably be any male that showed up in front of my face for oh, the week. Oh, there you go. There you know you what go. I mean? Like, I, what, they just can't be choosers. Like, can I have some more, please? Jeez. My favorite male usually was leftovers from someone else's meal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I call dibs, and they're like, what? What's oh. dibs? I'm like, that means if you don't finish it, I do. I just, I laughed, and then I was like, hey, you piece of shit, you should feel sad right now. Yeah. yeah, right? He's like in the window looking in like... <laughs> and and here, here's this fat fuck watching fucking Chippendales Rescue Rangers oh, smoking Doritos no. and drinking Mountain Dew Code Red. Code, Code Red. Red. Code Red. I like the blue shit. Mountain Dew. Oh, That's man. my favorite. Uh, electric, electric whatever, yeah. yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. like the blue one? I don't like Mountain Dew at all. No, uh, I, I, like I haven't. I haven't drank soda in almost a decade. There wow. you go. That, that's how I am. Well, well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I've snuck like... You know the the cokes in the glass bottle. Yeah, the I, I, I bet I've had two or three of those in that span. Yeah, but like cut soda. Wow. If you drink out. alcohol, do you drink soda? Like it, it, soda water. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, but okay. club soda is not. Safe. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Yeah. doesn't have the, the syrup in. Yeah. That's so. awesome. My family's all about it. That's the, I grew up on it. Like Same there's there. yeah. there's Mountain Dews in my my. Family's refrigerated right now. No doubt. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, it's yeah, like yeah. sometimes you know, as a kid, you just want something refreshing, and Mountain Dew just doesn't do it on a hot day. It man. Does. It's 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 just man. so it's sick. You know what else I grew up on? This shit called Sunny D. Oh yeah. Oh dude, Sunny D was what, the best. I remember even the as biggest a trick child, of, trick in America. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucking right. Yeah. I remember as a kid drinking it, thinking. This is an orange juice. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's too tangy. It's just like so, got something here. funny in yeah. my throat. Yeah. This is, this is man-made. Called, that's called developing cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my thyroid's just going off. It doesn't even, it, the, the, even the packaging it has nothing to do with organic. It's like a fucking, it looks like a bottle of antifreeze or some shit like that. That's what it looks like to me. There'd be a and spray bottle that, on that, top. That, 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 that thickness, that weird kind of. Milky. Oh, yeah. Mil- and, uh, dude, orange juice should not be milky. It's yeah, yeah. Not unless you got one of those cream skulls. Now, that's now, pretty now we're back to I eat yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Do you guys remember Tang? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the, with the monkey? Yeah. yeah. Can tell you, I've honestly never had a Tang. Tang was really? off. It's not that bad. It's not well, there was a little silence when I said that, and everybody was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was judgment. It was judgment. Yeah. 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 I felt it. I felt it. Not yeah. one of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the Shout out. All these these random things, it just flashback. It's growing up, my father. <laughs> My father's the biggest hustler you will ever know. I, I know, I know. Uh, it's so funny. It's like he was in my life for, you know, well, kind of, whatever, in and out, whatever. But still, I just picked up on his ways and like, so whatever. He had a convenience store in South. It was Ian Fifth. It was on East Street and West Fifth. Uh, Ian Fifth Variety. And, I mean, different story. Got shut down for a different reason. Uh, but it in, um... is, was it uh, Goodwill Hunting? Oh, yeah. Actually, in Goodwill Hunting, they, like, yeah. bang the left and whatever the store's in it. Is, um, it, which is Bowen Street also is where they filmed. There it is. The, yeah. the, the Full scene. circle. Yeah. So, have you, Matt, have you ever seen Goodwill Hunting? Huh? Obviously, yeah. I, I know you know that. <laughs> yeah, you know the street. I, I have a functional, I'm a functional human being. I've been in a movie. You know the street. The street Matt Damon lives on. Yeah, like his house is Bowen Street. I actually, that's where they filmed I actually it. used to work down the street from where. Yeah, exactly. Where you grew up. Yeah, yeah. fun, fun. Well, uh, full circle comes back really quick. Just makes me laugh because all this shit, the cold red and all that other thing is my father, whatever, owned it. And I think he kind of knew that he was kind of hustling and kind of scamming the world a little bit. So, like, he used to be like, no, like, you know, you can't bring your friends in here and get free shit to that when other people are around. And then when Noah's around, he's like, dude, take whatever you want. We used to, that's the fattest I've ever been in my life. It was probably uh. seventh grade to like ninth grade. And I would go in and because you said if me you said the Mountain Dew <clears throat> or yeah you said Mountain Dew it was Mountain Dew you said Doritos Funyuns I'd get oh, a big ass bag on, of Funyuns my language <laughs> and Mountain Dew and slam those back and I was all ignorant too like I could get whatever I wanted for free and I would like remember uh, the old um, Pepsi bottles and shit used to have like buy one get one free mm, yeah, on the yeah. caps yeah. we used to before we would stock them we would like hold them up to the light and like read the bottom oh, shit, of the caps you slick as a yeah. kid huh? yeah we were doing it my <laughs> which I mean my <laughs> wait my none of my family listens to this what so is doesn't matter right now. I thought you were having a stroke. For uh, a yes, I was like, well, because I was going to apologize, and I was like, well, none of you listen anyway, so it doesn't matter. Is my brother Colby, sick bastard, used to, I mean, we were like 14, 15. He used to go in the back, and there was like a safe where all the cigarettes and all like the fillies, like the blunts and stuff were yeah. all in, the tobacco. Yeah. Part of it. My brother Colby used to go back and be like, Cameron, don't say shit. Just open your pocket. And I'm like, what? And I just, and he'd be like, open your pocket. I'd be like, oh, open my pocket. He'd just throw packs of Newports in there and a bunch of blunts and everything. And then, you know, just the thing, urban city kids on the weekends, you all go and hang somewhere. Yeah, we're 14, 15, 16 years old, but everybody Everybody's getting drunk. Everybody's getting high. And like my brother Colby, like doesn't drink, doesn't do anything. He would just sit like in the back of the park and just like that kid from fucking recess who would open his coat and have all the candy inside. He would just be hustling because we were all underage, so he couldn't just go to the store mm -hmm. and buy shit. Yeah. And he would just start flipping cigarettes like like, like Lucy's, like one by one, twenty five cents, yep. a dollar for a blunt, yeah. this and that. And he would just fucking leave. That's amazing. I yeah, totally right. believe that. Colby's the so fucking stupid. He's a I can't. hustler. <laughs> my, uh, text him later. I, yeah. I, I, gotta, I know. My younger brother was the hustler between the two of us. Could always find an angle. Always find an angle. And I was, I I don't know how it happened. I was the older brother. I was a little bit more sheltered. I was like, you know, 
uh, uh, trying to grow up the good kid. And yeah. like he was, uh, and he was the one. Look like, how that fucking was, turned yeah. out, dude. So he was the one. He was always like, he was like, open your pockets, let me fill them or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? You know, like, <laughs> all right, you know. And like, and then all of a sudden, I got into high school, started boozing hard. I like, I was sheltered like high school. I didn't start drinking until high school. I got into high school, started drinking and smoking, and all of a sudden, it was like. Fucking Bruce Banner became the Hulk, yeah. and, it was just, and it was just like I went green. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking partying started, and it was fucking uh, over. Good over. times, good yes, times. But up until that point, my little brother fucking he took the bull by the horns, dude. Some sketchy shit came yeah. out of that kid. I think that's kind of I don't I think the youngest kind of have shit to do with it because. I, me, I'm the youngest of five. Youngest of six, but I don't know one of them, so it doesn't count. Yeah. Youngest of five, but... um There were two of us in my family, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was the youngest. I mean, everybody kind of did their thing, um, some more than others, but it, I was the wild child. I was like... That's what, exactly what they it, call my brother. Yeah, it, and I think it was just because everyone always says, like, if you're the youngest, it's like, they already... We already tried with the other ones, you know. We set the rules. We did the things you should do, you shouldn't do. Did and then it gets to the one after, or the youngest, just no matter what order or what number yeah. it is, and they're just kind of like, just I'm fucking go. burnt out, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's I mean, what they are. They're like, I'm fucking tired. Yeah, yeah. like we tried with a couple and like five. It's just like at three, you're like, fuck it. Yeah, two of yeah. them are twins. So oh, yeah. it's my oldest and then twins. And then so you double down at one point. Yeah, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this. yeah like yeah. let him go. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Take the leash off. Yeah, please. Yeah. So we gonna, what I, I want to do is I definitely, I know we could sit here and shoot the shit about nonsense with that for forever. But table but I, topics got us yeah, going. Table topics did get us yeah. going. That was a I'm good, telling you, good keep twist. these cards around. Yeah. yeah, we will. That's a new thing. We're going to have them every week yes. now. Is um so what I do want to get into is you know you said earlier from New Hampshire worked in Boston mm -hmm. now career wise being a comedian out here in L A tell us kind of the backstory that got you into comedy and brought you here um if that makes sense to yeah, you. <laughs> no, no. um <clears throat> so I was always um I was always kind of you know class I guess class clown screwing yeah. around in school or whatever and uh. uh I remember there was, uh, I was in high school and we, uh, I went to like a huge high school. It was like the size of a lot of college campuses, like 3,000 plus kids or whatever. Damn. It was huge. It was huge. Um, it's called Pinkerton Academy. And, uh, uh, I went to, uh, I went to a pep rally and it was like always terrible. Nobody ever wanted to be there. We we're just glad we didn't have to be in class. Yeah. <laughs> and I was obsessed with Chris Farley at that time. Yeah. He was, he was kind of like, you know, uh, uh, he's been like in the spotlight for a couple of years and I had and I, I bet I still do I haven't done it for years but I had this Chris Farley impression fucking down <laughs> Matt, Far Matt Foley thing and yeah and so uh, I saw a microphone and uh, and I, I snagged it and started doing uh, Chris Farley impressions in front of the entire auditorium all these kids <laughs> yeah Anybody else hear a motorcycle? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's just your memory. No, there was a motorcycle yeah. that day. I was just in it. <laughs> uh, and uh, I started doing a bunch of Chris, and like the place went fucking. Is that the auditorium? Yeah. That's and a good it, gig. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was my first gig. That was my first gig. And I mean, the place went bananas. And I like, 
did like I remember when I was a kid, like I was obsessed with like you know Tommy Boy and Black Sheep, and like mm. there was a moment in Black Sheep where he's on like the uh, MTV stage and he does like yeah, he runs across the stage and slides on his stomach, and I did all that shit, and like none of the teachers, none of um, none of the principals, we had like five or six principals or whatever. Uh, nobody stopped me. That's a lot of people to disrespect. Nobody, me. no shit. And like, <laughs> I remember, like, I, we went fucking crazy, and uh, I, the place went fucking nuts. And I remember, I was, uh, I was just excited. I didn't know what the fuck I was. I was probably stoned or whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, it, but uh, I remember a teacher pulled me aside when I got off. I was like, you know, like huffing and puffing, and she's like, "That's what, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what these pep rallies should be about." She's like, "You know how to get people going." And that was fun, and, like, it's the first time, like, chicks were talking to me, because I was still a fat kid in high school, and, like, chicks came up and were talking to me, and it was, like, kind of exciting. I went home and told my parents, and then I never did anything about it. I never did anything about it, but, like, that was cool, and kids talked about it, like, all year long, and you got to do another pep rally, whatever, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember um, there was this shitty little fucking bar on uh, 93 South goes into New Ham from New Hampshire into Massachusetts, right up into Boston. And uh, it was called uh, the uh, Grill 93. Grill 93. And uh, my father's telling me, he's like, they have an open mic, you should do an open mic, you know? And so uh, I was like, I was like, yeah, what the hell do I have to lose? So uh, he pushed me for a long time. My dad was always pushing me to do it. I always thought I could do it. And uh, I signed up for it and like the place filled up with like 200 kids and I told like three friends and like the place filled up so they automatically give me like one of the uh, like one of the the, the headliner the spots yeah. yeah like I was like one of the last two or three to go and uh, I got up there and I started talking about now given you got a, a room full of friends they're gonna laugh at you yeah no matter what yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I started like talking about like there was this time I I caught my parents going down on each other on top of oh. the dryer. I know. And trust me, oh, for me too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I saw it, man. You know, it's uh, uh it's, it's seared in your retina. It's seared in there, man. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was like, our basement is divided. I hear my mom come down the stairs, and uh, uh, she's coming down for laundry, and I was like, oh, I don't know why. I was like, I'm gonna scare my mom. I had on the side of the other side of the drywall. <laughs> and uh, I hear my dad come down the stairs. I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm like a sophomore in high school. It's like, all right, I'm gonna scare two. I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone. And I'm like, hiding behind the drywall. And I hear boom on top of the dryer. And I was like, oh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and then uh, I hear like some laughing or whatever. And I don't even think anything of it. And I'm pretty brain dead when I was in when I was yeah. until like a year ago. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I jump out of the other side of the wall. I go, bah! and I stop, and I see my father down on my mother, and I'll never forget the look on his face. He took, she is fucking muffled <laughs> into his scalp. He's got his hair, and uh, she sees me, and I lock eyes with my mother, and she starts beating my father's head like a bongo drum, like, stop, 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 and he turns around, and I'll never forget the look on his face. It looks like he... Fell asleep on a glazed donut, like lips first. Oh. It was just glistening, oh. and I'm like, and I'm. It was just like, like <laughs> icing city, and, oh. and like I'm like, I'm like, oh, 
oh. And he's like, he's like, mm, mm, getting, getting the last of the tasties off. And like, I'm like, oh my God. So my mom splits, runs upstairs. I fucking turn the corner. I'm hauling upstairs just to catch my mom's undercarriage. Turn the corner. And then my father, my father's at the base of the stairs. I turn down, look at him. He's got his heart on bobbing in the wind. He's like, just wait. And he takes a step and I see the thing bobbing. I'm like, ah, I, fucking just took a break went outside I think I was smoking out of town I think I went outside smoked cigarette like wow I just caught my dad like just down on my mom <laughs> and it was it was rough and um so that's all I talked about for like yeah. my first gig and of course like you say that's all your friends and yeah. shit they go fucking crazy so for the second half so then I had this idea I thought it was genius cause yeah. I like you know I could do a good Chris Farley impression I uh had a bunch of clothes in a duffel bag, like Matt, my Matt Foley uniform. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, uh, so I'm having a very good set for my actual real first open mm-hmm. mic. And I go, I go, okay, okay, wait right there. And I have my brother get up with poster board and it's like, just kill me. And everybody's like, what does this mean? And then he goes <laughs> to the next one, like, like, uh, like uh, I eat my own butt or whatever. And, and people are like, I'm losing, lo- audience is lost. Like, what's <laughs> yeah. happening? And like, I'm like changing. I come back in looking like Matt Foley. I started doing the Matt Foley impression. It was the only time I ever did it. It never killed. And I heard fucking crickets. Mm. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it went from like a great first set to like the worst possible uh, yeah. thing you could do. And it was like, when I crashed it like kamikaze mm. <laughs> I killed it on my own and looking back I could say it was honestly probably the best first set I could have ever had because I learned so much from that one mm. fucking set because mm. I went in there and had a great time and then I went and, and drove home with my head hanging low oh, you know yes. what I mean yes you know what I mean I almost was gonna say dude like if I wouldn't trust you if you didn't die Right? Well, you you have to die you on ha- your first set. You yeah. have to be destroyed. I was too high. Yeah. I was too high. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 the the way I got the wind knocked out of me, I feel like is the worst possible way because like I brought them up. Yeah. And I had them right here and then I fucking <laughs> dude, I destroyed myself. Yeah. And it was almost like it was almost like you have to do that. You're absolutely yes, yes. right. You have to go down in flames on the first one. Yes. You do. Because uh, it's, a, it's a learning. It's like your bottom. It's like, all right, either you're going to be a comic or you're not. Yes. One, one of the two, if you completely destroy yourself and say, there's a moment where it's like, I will never do that again. And then there's a moment that you're obsessed and you're like, what did I do wrong? It's and true. and it's that's true. when it fucking starts try, happening. Try going home thinking like oh, it was going so well. What the fuck? And like it was the first time nobody laughed when I did the Chris Fry. And from that day forward, excuse me, best lesson I learned was when I was me. It mm. was. Mm-hmm. It was. It was funny. It was the best thing I did. And when I did an imitation of somebody else's thing. That's when I lost them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I needed to speak with my own voice. I needed to, uh, I needed to uh, speak of my own experiences and not, and not just rip somebody off. That's the one thing. Like I've actually, you know, I, I remember I'm, the first time I ever did that set. I was like the glazed donut thing. Like mm-hmm. that was something I remember saying as a kid, and like that fucking worked. 
And like they, they liked that. And I remember I did that for like two, three years using that one. I don't even use that bit anymore. And, mm. uh, and I heard other people, the couple other douchebags ripping me off. Mm. And that was another lesson. I was like, oh, I had something great. And then I was like, you know what? You you will always remember when you get ripped off. Never, ever rip off another comedian. Yeah. No. Never. Mm -hmm. never. I agree. Never. never. No, because like that's your that's your voice, man. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? It comes from personal experience. Yeah. 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 So you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. It, 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 it feels like you're getting ripped out because it's like it's it's some because it's from a perfect a personal experience. So. When you say that, and then when you bury it, because sometimes jokes are just, they just kind of like work themselves out of your set. And it's just like, you know what, I, but I still know that, that, sure. that I came up with that joke. But then mm. when you see somebody else creeping up on it, it's just like, uh, Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, you know what, you're looking a little more familiar, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> you heard a couple of my it, sets, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's all bad. That's but you cold. know what, as a, as a true comic, you never do that. And then, you never do that, that's not... But then, then non-hack non hack comics will show themselves because they'll take that. Uh, and you know what? Here's the deal. If you see it, others see it. Yeah. 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 Like, so a lot of people say you're the last one to see it. You know what I mean? At least I, true, I've true. heard. It's that because you, true, true. you know, you're just so busy in your own shit. And then you're like, wait, wait. And someone's like, did you hear what bu -bu 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 said? Oh, no, but I know you heard it. And now I'm listening. Yeah. And, oh, no, no, I said that. Yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah, that's crazy. So one, that, that was... That was deep. So, as um, how is it? So, okay, you, you did that. Now, what brought you to? Let's say, what brought you to Boston comedy? I know you did some. I just don't want to say, you know, too uh, much. Is so I uh, is that now? I was doing stand up in Boston. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a. I was uh, I was living with a couple of guys in Manchester, New Hampshire, and I was like uh, getting fucked up too much, too much. Mm -hmm. I had a couple of buddies moving to Boston, close, close friends, mm -hmm. and they were like, "Hey, man." Uh, we got to get you out of this place. And uh, so uh, uh, they were like, I think you should move to Boston with us. So uh, I wound up going with those guys, and it was the best move I ever made because they probably saved my life. I was partying too hard. Hmm. And uh, and I started really focusing on stand-up, and I wasn't very good, but I really wanted to be. And uh, uh, I had so many shows that w it was such a roller coaster and like shit that I would do one night would kill and the next night would not work and it was such a roller coaster and delivery would be off and I was kind of like working with shit like oh man does it help if I get stoned does it help if I fucking drink like a ton of beers and it was like no you know it was weird I was young mm -hmm. I was experimenting with it and whatever and I finally started getting it I finally started getting it and then I was like what are these guys doing on Saturday Night Live? And that's, uh, I was really like, took interest in like, what is that shit about? Like sketch and improv. And, mm -hmm. and so there's this place down in Boston called the Improv Asylum on Hanover Street. And it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, do you know what that is? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been there. As far as it, uh, improv and sketch go, it's the it's the best candy shop in town. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. And, I actually, really quickly, yeah, I please. didn't know him at the time, so I don't remember. But when I worked at the Hard Rock Cafe in Boston, he was at the, in, uh, the improv asylum, and they were doing shows... Did you ever perform at the Hard Rock in Boston when they I were didn't, doing shows? I didn't. There was... Um, so, uh, uh, I forget the reason why they wouldn't there it was a 
Uh, they were under construction because they redid the, they remodeled yeah, the place. Because we did they a couple, there was they did a couple shows. Like it was like maybe two months. So three I was months on like their all. Sunday shows. It was called the NXT, and uh, the like the Friday Saturday shows with like uh, a lot of good friends of mine. Uh, they did shows there, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it was uh, uh, they taught me so much. Mm. And if anybody is in New England and wants to get into that kind of stuff. Uh, it's it, it's it's an education in comedy. Mm-hmm. You should do it. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. Uh, and you make a lot of good friends. And there's like uh, you start to find out, you know, the world of uh, of uh, of comedy. And and you know what? The same way with uh, it's kind of a different world with stand up. Like I met when I was doing stand up in comedy. I met a lot of people that I didn't meet there. And it's it's a totally different world. You make these friends mm-hmm. doing sets and. Um, it's they're they're people that they're relationships you rely on, and you need these right. relationships mm-hmm. doing this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You help each other out. Does it ever get any um any kind of friend? I mean, is it kind of friendly competition? Do you have that plus? Yeah, plus competition. Plus, plus there's motherfuckers you hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a mean? soap opera in that motherfucker, dude. For real. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying the comedy across the board. Is totally, mm-hmm. absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, like uh, there are shows that I do, and uh, I'll like, uh, you know, I um, I'll learn a lineup. Uh, somebody will tell me like who's the lineup, and. Uh, I'll get the names and I'll see one one person's name in there and I'll be like, oh, man, here we go. I'm in for one night. This fellow's here. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but it's like, you know what? You're all trying to do the same thing. You're all trying to be funny. You're on the same team even if, like, you guys even if each you're other against wrong, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but, you know, you got just put that put that shit aside. Mm-hmm. Fucking do your own thing. Have a couple of drinks and go home. Right. Yeah. Call it a day. Yeah. So now what happened? So <clears throat> what made you come out to L.A.? What was that like? Um... I was I was uh, uh, taking classes and uh, doing some stand-up down in New York. I was taking classes through UCB, Upright Citizens Brigade, and I really nice. liked Ooh, that. Nice. Isn't that where a lot of people from SNL did their uh, Yeah, stuff? so SNL takes a lot of improv and sketch actors out of UCB. Uh, they take a lot of them out of Groundlings, which is the biggest candy shop in town here for sketch yeah. and improv. And then uh, Second City in Chicago. And there's like a Second City in L.A. Yeah. Yes. UCB in L.A. But yeah. like okay. LA, Groundlings represent L.A. UCB represents New, New York. York, Second City, Chicago. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So I have a really good friend of mine who's on the main stage at uh, the Groundlings. Uh, and he... Uh, uh, he was trying he and other guys were trying to you know lure me out here and you right. know like kind of put the bug in my ear and yeah my wife is uh she works with wine so uh she's been pushing to come out to cali for a long time mm-hmm. and uh you know it just was the point it was like i was actually an emt for like seven years in boston i was offered a job with the city and it was kind of like a job you like settle down like you get a pension and, yeah uh and i was just like it got to the point where it was like well am i gonna uh, are we gonna be bostonians forever or are we gonna kind of we're gonna kind of chase the brass ring yeah and uh and so she was a she was like let's go for it and i was the one who was a little more careful like all right and uh yeah we came out here as the best it was the best move we made. Yeah. How long have you been out here now? Uh, I just had my three-year anniversary yesterday. Oh, yes, we yes. talked about that on the break. Oh, yeah, that's Over awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, 
Now, being out here, because <clears throat> to jump forward, so you, you're out here three years. <clears throat> Where do you see yourself now from when you first, like when you first got, not obviously first off the plane, you had to get shit in order but and stuff, but did you just kind of dive right into comedy when you got out here because you already been swinging the bat or like? As soon, as soon as I got here, I uh, enrolled into Groundlings classes like uh, three weeks in. I was like in classes. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was weird. Like, my whole life, like, uh, up until uh, this point, whenever I did stand-up, I didn't do improv and sketch. Whenever I did improv and sketch, I yeah. never did stand-up. Yeah, it was weird. weird. It was it either weird. It's fucking strange. Yeah. yeah it's like I don't know what it is. It was yeah. like my mind was in a different place until I moved out here. And until, honestly, uh, about six months ago. And I kind of combined the two animals. And I was like, I uh, and like I came to a place where it's like I can I can handle doing both. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I can. Congratulations. I can. I can thank you. <laughs> That's <laughs> thank a hard you. feat, man. That yeah. is really a hard feat to put them both because, together. Because because it's like using. Uh, I don't know if this is really yet, but it's like using right side of your mind and left side of your mind. Yeah. And like being able to do one show one night and another show another night, and it's yeah. weird. You know, it's a weird kind of back and forth. Uh, but yeah, about I, I've just recently got myself into it and. Yeah, so when I got, excuse me, when I got off the uh, the plane, I immediately got into Groundlings classes and pounded those out. As soon as I finished one, I finished another. I started doing UCB classes on top of that to kind of like get through that program. And I found yeah. out Groundlings was my thing. I do a lot of big character stuff. Mm -hmm. They're big on big characters. They like, they, they like focusing on the characters instead of like UCB is like the game of the scene and which is cool. And, and it it's, works it's for, totally. And yeah. it's important to know that shit. Cause I dig it too, but I really like character work. Yeah. Uh, so Groundlings was a, was a nice fit for me. And so, uh, I pushed through all that and then I, uh, started getting into, uh, acting classes to kind of like I feel like if you better yourself um, so I always bettered my I always worked on the comedy and then I started getting into more dramatic classes recently actually uh, with like uh, the separate acting coach kind of ran into, I drive Uber and so like yeah, I picked I up this guy and he is like uh, I looked him up and he's you know he was talking to me he's a serious acting coach I looked him up and he's an acting coach and uh, we kind of hit it off, and so I started like taking his classes, and he, uh, I, it's all dramatic stuff, more serious stuff. But I feel like that helps me with the comedy because mm -hmm. comedy comes from Pain. weird places. Pain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, that's yeah. why the masks are Growing, intertwined because yeah. you have to have yeah. that duality yeah. between the both to balance it out. Absolutely. And so, like, I feel like no matter what you're working on, as long as you're working on yourself, mm -hmm. yeah. you're progressing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. No matter so, which way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on, motivational speaker. I know. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, fuck me. <laughs> Seriously, I gotta go home and get stoned. Don't yeah. listen to me. I'm a fucking loser. Yeah, he'll come back like, woo! Seriously. I mean, no, so that that's dope because, it, one, I didn't, there's a lot of that I didn't even know about that that you did. I didn't know about New York. I also didn't know about, which more recent, the, like, uh, drama aspect of the acting class and stuff like that. But, um, so, now, advice to, I'll even speak for myself, you know, I've, all, I, in Boston, I did kind of, like, light stand-up, I did, like, little things, but I was always too much of a punk, I'll be true, I'll be honest, get me in a room full of friends, give me some liquor, I'll talk to the whole fuck, even if it's 45, 50 people in the room, in yeah, the yeah. party, well, fuck it, I can, start I can grab a mic and yeah. go, get me in front of the spot on light, and I get a little, oh, whoa. but also, and I never really thought about it, until you were just kind of explaining is 
I think what the issue is with that, and, and actually on the break, me and BUS were having a conversation kind of similar, is, is to, and I think advice for everyone, which the lesson that I'm taking from you, not only for myself, but is that kind of do you be you thing. You know, when you try to too much be somebody else, it's mm. not going to work. I think that's why maybe I can make people laugh. Like you said, when we were at work, I found this sick fuck who was just as, as whatever crazy, but... I, I couldn't do what you do on stage at the moment, you know, in, in the moment. It's, it's all about being yourself and you learn with experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. You know what I mean? It. Experience yeah. is the best teacher. I think that the the best part of, of being or when you become a great comedian is when you're yourself. On stage, when you're yourself, when you're completely comfortable with the crowd, Couldn't agree and, more. and just being able to, to do whatever it is you want, your little mannerisms, anything. Speaking but from the heart. Yeah, yeah, but that takes time, just like <laughs> acting. It yeah. takes time. It's just like you can't just go on the stage and say, "I'm going to be myself." People laugh at me all the time. No, you, yeah, if you're a, a water cooler comic and you you, do, you you laugh and you make people laugh on Mondays, it's a whole different scene of. Uh, you walk on stage and people are looking at you and they're like, "Be funny right now!" Uh, yeah. Like, there you got thirty seconds, maybe forty-five seconds to be funny, yeah. or you're gonna die. Or you're gonna lose them. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna lose them. them. That's you gotta it. hook them right away, yeah. man. You gotta hook and, them right away. But that's the hardest point. But it's if you can get there, if you can really get there, then you 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 have something special. And you don't have to be a big comedian Mm-mm. or whatever. It's just like you know that. You're just being truthful at yeah, that point. Yeah, you just kind of feel it within yourself. Like, and an audience can see when you're not being Oh, honest. yes. Oh, yeah. 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 If they yeah. don't believe it, they'll, 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 they'll yeah, eat you up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and they'll let it's you know by honesty. not saying shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how they'll let you know. Like, um, no, this isn't you. You're <laughs> to I, I, I was speaking of the Uber thing. I meet all kinds of like weird people driving Uber. And, uh, <laughs> It's actually great because, like, you know, I get to talk to all these people I normally wouldn't talk to. And this one woman was telling me, she's like, she's got a neighbor who's a comedian, and he, uh, he, you know, he was telling her that he just makes bits up and, like, portrays them as his real life. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I could never do that. No. Yeah, like, like lie it, to everyone it, like that? Because it, I would feel like I'm lying and it wouldn't yeah, you just sing that. true, you know Yes, what I mean? it's not your life. And then, you know what, and, and, and no disrespect to any form of entertainment no, hey man if you can pull it off all, all the props oh, to yeah. you but, but the the thing about comedy is that I've learned is comedy is the hardest job and the easiest job at the same time because as an actor you have to go to class you gotta get an agent blah 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 but if your acting thing don't work you can always go to an open mic and then say oh, I'm a comedian now mm-hmm. and it, but there's a big difference between fucking around and 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 being honest and being truthful in in that and i think that if you really look at the comedy game it's like if you look at like pilots abc nbc netflix they're all comedic writers involved tonight show these are all real comedians mm-hmm. and, and but there's a big vast difference between you are a comedian and you're fucking around, and you didn't get the you, job that you wanted. You so can now. See when, you can see when someone's jerking yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know and it's I mean? just like I mean, no, you know, I mean, you can actually see when someone's jerking <laughs> off. But, I mean, like, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. When somebody's up there and they don't give a fuck and just like whatever, yeah. and then like yeah, and they take their notebook and they get off the stage. You know exactly. What I mean? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you didn't win this time. Yeah. But you're not licking your wounds. You're not. You didn't like. Even if you give us, even if that's your thing, like oh, I don't give a fuck. But I can. It's like a sixth sense for comedians. Like, okay, he's trying to work something out. Or, no, you're a hack. 
Yeah. You're you're not really doing anything. And then that's where that's the complete difference. It's a weird thing. Uh I don't you know, I don't know if it's for everybody, but like something that I always worked off was you can feel the energy of a room. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like uh the, st- as you do stand up and you got a set, but I'll tell you, you feel that energy, it becomes improv real quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I there mean? You because yeah. you got to flow with it. Yeah. You got to yeah. flow with it. It's yeah. like, it's like uh, freestyling. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, you yeah. got to move with the room, mm. and and that's when that's when you start to kind of catch rhythm. You know what I mean? I one hundred percent agree. I have to give it up to a a comedian that uh, Shane Forbes is. Uh, he he kind of like found me at Lovitz and like brought me out and was like taking me on the road and stuff. And I realized that um, probably like because I'm a I'm from Ohio but I'm an LA comedian. I was like this is where I started my comedy, but I realized what I need is a drink. Not not it may be like a beer or whatever, but I need a drink and I need to absorb the room at least for the comic before me just to see how they're reacting to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And, yeah. and because it changes up my mode. Now, if I go in if we're running late because no th- love you Shang, but uh he, he's always running on black people time, so and he's <laughs> and he's the headliner, so ain't nobody gonna stop the show with him, but I'm like the feature, so I gotta go up fifteen minutes and do fifteen minutes. He'll come in, boom, hey, you're about to go up in two minutes right now, we're about to pull up. And so when I don't get to fill that room, I and it, it toggled with me, it's like it might not be professional on the road. It feels but, a little funky. Yeah, it yeah. feels funk because I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. I have no idea. Even if it's two or three minutes, if I can just get a beer or something and it's like, okay, let me see what this guy's doing. Not to not to emulate him, just to see what the the read the room to get the temperature of it. Read the room, get the temperature, yeah. opportunity to settle. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? There's something special like it, uh I if I have the opportunity, I got nothing going on, I like seeing an empty room. Yeah, I, I like I like just being able to eyeball the room and being like, "This is where the tables are. This is where the chairs are. This is where mm-hmm. I stand." I like to go up if I got an opportunity. I like to stand on that stage for a minute and just take a look around the room and be like, "All right, these are um, like kind of just like it's like putting on a shirt." You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, right, trying like, it all on. right, you trying it on. Like okay, this feel all right. This feels good. If you you know you show up late to a show and you just like jump on there. Yeah. Well, I don't care if it's improv sketch. Uh, stand up you just like jump on it which I've done a ton of times oh yeah 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 and sometimes it fits sometimes it doesn't yeah mm-hmm. you know what I mean but the, the percentage is higher if you fucking if read you, it you get absolutely. to go in there and yeah a- absolutely question so really quick besides the um, besides the high school thing is there a time out here in LA where you just Bomb. Oh, which I know there's every comedian has times so when you just bomb. But I mean the worst bomb story. You know, everybody has one that was like, I went home and cried in my pillow because of it. You know what? I, I so here's here's something. <laughs> just because I know it's gonna be sick. Coming so it wasn't. An, it's it's not an LA story. Okay. It's not an LA story. I don't have too many bomb stories in LA. Like I've made mistakes. Yeah, yeah. You know, but nothing. Um, so I remember one time. Uh, uh, so this place I was playing at, uh, they had a midnight show and I, uh, I drank way too much before the show. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> this was long after I should have learned a lesson of not, I, I thought I did, you know what I mean? Uh, of not drinking too much before the show. I was actually doing an improv show and I remember, uh, they were like, <laughs> So stupid. So, you know, you can go anywhere in improv. Yeah. <laughs> and they were in the Peppermint Forest. And I remember they they had Captain Caramel and 
and they had uh, uh, they had like uh, Sergeant Nougat, and uh, <laughs> all the, all they needed all they needed was Sheriff Fudge, and I like people were coming out of the. People were coming off of the wings, like coming into the scene, and it was like, oh, there's the, there's Mr. Nougat, or there's whoever, and there was, I was the last guy standing on the wings, and they were like, all we need to get out of here is Captain Fudge, and I was like, there's my cue, and I'm pretty good at slapstick, like I could throw myself around and hurt myself, bit of a thick guy, some would say big bone, other would say fat, and so, <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, I, I somebody said Captain Fudge, and I'm like, bingo, my cue. So I tripped and bang, slammed my head off of the hardwood floor and like split my eyebrow right across like Rocky, and it was just like, like hot Rocky. trickle, like Terry, you know what I mean? Oh and just like, I mean, piss and blood. And I, <laughs> I didn't know what happened. I drank too much, and I got up and I was like, Captain Fudge, and the whole audience is like, Oh, oh my God! <laughs> and I was like. And I see red all over my hand, and I just ran off stage. (laughs) And I I remember I was in Boston, and they were like, hey, man, you got to go to Mass General and get that thing fixed. (laughs) And, like, I was like, okay, is everybody gone? It was like a full house of, like, 350. It was a bit, you know, there were a lot of people there. They were like, actually, everybody's still here making sure you're okay. And I'm like, are you kidding? And I'm like, got, like... A wad of paper towels, holding it to my, holding it to my face, walk it off, and then all of a sudden, all these people are like applauding me, and I'm like, you should be booing me. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm the asshole tonight. Like, thank you, thank you. It was awful. Captain Fudge. Captain Fudge. I remember they like they kind of like super glued and stitched my eyebrow back together, and a nurse there was like, she hands me a pamphlet for like. AA, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, it's not like that. I'm a crazy kid, and, uh, <laughs> and <she laughs> that's what I hate. I hate when you give a fuck about something. You go into the hospital, and they just start throwing shit. Oh yeah, oh, man, like, you need yeah. help. Yeah, when my uh, lung collapsed, they were like, mm, "What kind of drugs are you smoking?" I'm like, "Weed." What, what do you mean? And they're like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "Let me just ask you something. What drugs do you think I'd be smoking that would damage my lung?" A knife. And they were like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." And they're like, mm, "I don't know. Maybe black tar heroin." I was like, "What?" You got I any? would never. Yeah. I'm like, no, I would never. <laughs> but like, just the accusations they throw out, like with no oh, issue. Like you have God. one fuck yeah. up. Yeah. I went to, for a checkup, and I was. He was like, uh, "Well, what happened with your lung?" And I was like, well, "Honestly, like." They never actually told me why it happened. I re- I still don't know what actually caused it. He goes, hmm, okay, kid like you probably drinks too much and passed out and, and popped your lung. And in my mind, I'm just sitting there like, the doctor did not just fucking yeah. just kind of yeah. label me like yeah. that. In which I kept my mouth shut because I skipped out of work, and so I needed a doctor's note to keep my job. So I was like, "No, sir," and like whatever, and I'm getting it back. Whatever, play the gay card real nice, but and so that's the way to do it. Yeah, and all the time. No, sir. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's a, that's yeah. No, sir. Cops come. I'm like, no, me, never. They're like, yep. If I'm with Nick, we're good. But it was, um, um, wow. Thank you for that. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It's true though. But it's um no I don't I didn't get how people like there's so many that I don't know so many times where people just don't give a shit like they just to label you like that they mm-hmm. just I don't know made me think about it to like kind of piss me off as yeah. how they just like people don't give a fuck they'll throw any label on oh, anybody yeah. at any second I'm like that is fucking cold you feel you feel yeah. better oh am I lung no no 
I mean, just getting it off your chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was one time, speaking of doctors handing you stuff, I was like 15 or 16, like, going to the doctor for a checkup. And he's like, are you sexually active? And I was like, uh, like I'm not going to answer that question to my doctor. I've never met you before. I'm 16. And so, no, I don't know if I was sexually active or not. That's just a mystery. And he hands me a packet, how to prevent teen pregnancy. And I was like... I actually have a foolproof way of how to do this. Um, I don't like girls. So oh, I, I actually, at great. the same age, had a foolproof way, and his girls didn't like me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we found a different hole for yeah. Yeah. We, we avoided that. And, yeah. yeah, and they just looked at me, and they were like, just go jerk yeah. off that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so now I have to get into, because we know, obviously, you know what you're doing out here what do we what can we look for with mad dan what is it you know like uh so you're still doing the stand-up shows yeah yeah i'm actually uh i've got a show i'm gonna have to throw out there yeah yeah i want <laughs> actually, you to hell yeah plug it plug it actually yeah i need to uh throw out uh we got some dan dan um o'brien's pub on main street in santa monica on the 17th Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, December Brian. 17th. Yeah, December 17th. Uh, October 17th, 2016. Cool. I think I'm free. I looked at my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. No, December 17th. Uh, it's an 8.30 show on a Thursday night. I'm with uh, two good friends of mine, Jono uh, and, uh, and Jenna. Come check us out. And we're going to... Do a little something, something, something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Please come check out that Hell show. Hell yeah. And so um, now... Because that that's still obviously for the future. Um, question I always like to ask people: two things. I know we're kind of running low on time and stuff like that. One thing: if you now, right in this day and age, it's just a question I love to ask. This right now, today, Matt could speak to you know if we tied into your stories, speak to Matt who was on stage at your first gig when your father pushed you into bombing the second half. What would you tell that Matt? Relax. Yeah. Relax. It's all going to come. Just, there's no reason to be uh, too anxious. There's no reason to uh, be high strung. Just breathe and relax. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You think that because so many people are just so eager to succeed that it's almost like you put too much so pressure. many people, this is about that, yourself. That so. and you put pressure on yourself and family puts pressure on you and like, you know, you want a career and you want to do well in life and you want to do all of these things and you just want, you want positive things and it's like, keep working hard relax work hard and relax okay and, and it'll come that's i've actually never heard those two actually put together it, work hard and relax it's possible you nope. just gotta like you know step by step it's you know day by day uh fresh start over yes i was <laughs> literally thinking i was like step by step yeah was that on cable television no, it was on ABC. Sorry, we didn't... sorry no you were looking for bread then right straight up was straight oh yeah no uh yeah man you, it, it's all about working hard and like really pacing yourself and not mm -hmm. looking. You, you, you can make yourself go crazy mm -hmm. you can you can your nerves will get hold of you hell yeah so now uh, the question part two is now fast forward five years from now where do you not even where do you see yourself actually yeah realistically but i mean also if, if fucking all goes well you know what, what would be main goal for a five-year plan right now main goal mm -hmm. being happy 
Mm-hmm. Um, having that arrow still pointed in the right direction. Um, Motorcycles. I'd like to have a, a Ducati. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, really, really like, uh, you know, I do odd jobs uh, to make ends meet. And, uh, uh, I, you know, I don't mind working to make a living. Uh, but I, I I would love to work one job and let this be the job. Right, let it be your career. Well, yeah. comedy be your career. Which I really consider it as, because mm-hmm. uh, I put more work into it than anything else. Right. Uh, but to make it, you know. Hell yeah. Yeah. To 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 make something up. That's what's up. Yeah. That's good. That's good. See, I think in I always try to you know touch down a little bit on how I why I see people for who they are, why I love it, is because just in a moment, I mean, everybody listening to the episode tonight can tell, it's in a split second, you can spit a joke and be like, and then you can come right back down center earth and just be like, nope, this is really how I am. You know, it's not all fucking fun and games. You know, there's there's, there's a truth there too, mm-hmm. which I, I just think is that, amazing. That, that's, that's, that's one other thing I, I find very important that I think not everybody's got figured out and that... I, I don't, it's not, maybe it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but like you need to have an on switch. You need to have an off switch. Mm-hmm. And your off switch doesn't mean not being a person. It actually means yeah. the exact opposite. It means being a person. Oh, hell yeah. You know oh, what I mean? yeah, hell yeah. Yes. yeah I know, right? And Fred, like, I was like, you I almost like jumped 100%, with that. 100%, yeah. dude. Like, it's because yeah. it's like, it's people, for me, it's like they see, it's, it's so strange is because they think that I'm not a comedian because I'm not. Some sort of fucking jerk off, no, like you know what I mean. And you have to cut it off. I remember, mm-hmm. I remember, I had a buddy of mine. This is years ago. He ran into uh, Robin Williams at a pastry store, and he said, uh, "He was like, I was like, oh shit, you ran into Robin Williams." I was like, "That's fucking amazing." I was like, "What was, you know, what was going on? What was he like?" And he was like, "Dude, it sucked, man. He was with this kid eating whatever, and he wasn't even funny." And I remember thinking like. Like he was being, he was with his kid, being, yeah, being a yeah. dad, being a yeah. person. And I remember thinking, like, what you saw is way more important than him just yeah. being funny and, yeah. Yeah. And, and being on. Like, you saw the truth, you yeah, saw him, you saw the real yeah. guy, yeah, I saw you saw, saw the real the guy. Uh-huh. And I was just like, he missed it and didn't, I would have enjoyed that so yeah. much, yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's a good no. That's a good. That's a good like words of wisdom to leave people off with. I mean, I'm definitely taking it yeah, in. Yeah, ting ting, ting ting. There you go. Bring it back. Ting ting. Was it bum bum? Boom 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 boom. Ting ting. We're going all around. So I want now you you're on social media, correct? Yeah. So I'm gonna. I mean, we'll jump right into it. BS. I'm gonna give y'all. You can go first. List y'all shit. Social real quick. medias. Yeah, uh, give us your handles. BWestF50 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, also plug Red Gorilla Network on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. <laughs> dot com. Dot net. <laughs> dot gov. Do all that. Yeah, you'll find us. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm on Instagram at Nick the Vampire Slayer, and on Twitter and Snapchat, it's at Nick Anthony Twenty Seven. Don't forget about Bowen Street Radio on Twitter and Instagram at Bowen Street underscore and Bowen Street Radio on Facebook. And don't forget about the most important thing, especially with these really sad shootings going on, the They Matter campaign on Instagram at They Matter underscore and on uh, Facebook They Matter campaign. So I am your host. We're going to jump to Matt Dan in a second. I am at Cameron Miller underscore on Instagram at 
at Cameron Miller on Facebook. Also on Talents and at Cameron Miller underscore. Check me out. I'm still not on Twitter, so uh, you probably won't see me there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can catch me uh, and any of my shows uh, on mattdan.com. Uh, I also put up any new sketches or anything I do with my buddies. We put up some decent shit. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Beast for Sale, the number four. Yes. Uh, which I've tried to try and change a few times, and I apologize for that. I, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, uh, on Instagram, it's mdan603. So I'm going to try to one day put all those things together. Yeah. Yeah. Else. And now, really quickly, uh, uh, mattdan.com, M A T D A N N. Yeah, my name is M A T D A N. N. Yes. yes. So definitely don't. It's one T two N. I want to make it as complicated as possible, <laughs> yeah. just so nobody could find me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can have no followers. That's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so this is Bowen Street Radio. I'm your host, Cameron Miller. Like I said before, we're here. And hopefully next week, Tiffany's back. With oh, I us. miss you so much. I know. Shout out to Tiff. You know, she's she's the shit. I wish you miss could meet you, her. Tiff. But... Oh, I'd like to meet you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we will see you guys next week. And uh, yeah, until then. Enjoy yourself. Live your life. My mother always thought I'd be a star. Way before the record deal. Streets that nurtured Lauren Hill. Made sure that I'd never go too far. Thank you for listening to Red Gorilla Network. Make sure to check us out at redgorillanetwork.com for more information on our shows hosts, guests, and artists. If you'd like to be featured on a show, you may do so by contacting us at 818-855-9210. Thanks for listening. Red Gorilla Network, the Kong of Casting, is broadcasted in Burbank, California. The content on Red Gorilla Network does not necessarily reflect the CEO, staff, host, guest, or artist on the station.